Hey guys, welcome back to the Growing Christ Podcast. I am your host, Shadora Foy, and today we are on the last part of this section, and um, this is the topic, Why Should We Desire God? And this section is just about how God is our life, and where we were talking about in what ways God is our life, and it's in all these ways, but so much more. And today we'll be talking about direction. So God allows us to live that eternal life and that abundance of life through the direction that he gives us in life. Um, I think a great verse to start off with would be Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. So if you want to grab your Bibles, grab some pencils and paper to take notes, that is very well encouraged. So again, we'll be starting with Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Verse 6, In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. So here we learn to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts. And I kind of just really want to go in and break this verse down because it's a verse that we hear so often. I mean, it's a verse that I hear very often if you don't. But like, I always think, yeah, I know that verse. It's kind of easy to get those verses that are so, so well known and quoted oftenly. It's like easy to just skim over them and just feel like you know it. But um, God had been dealing with me about knowing the word, yet do we apply the word. So trust in the Lord with all your heart to me. When I read it, it's like, okay, I think I do that. But when I actually like really dig deep, I'm like, no, I don't. (laughs) I do not trust in the Lord with all my heart. I don't really give him the fullness of my heart. I trust in him sometimes or, you know, during this situation, but maybe not this situation because I feel that I have it in control, but just trusting in the Lord with all your heart and not just bits and pieces of it. And the second part of that verse, and lean not on your own understanding. There are so many times for me personally where I just lead on my own understanding. And though I think because, you know, I know God and now I feel that I'm in Christ and, you know, maybe the things that I desire to do has been influenced by God. Therefore, I'm kind of trusting in God. But no, that true leaning not to your own understanding, maybe sometimes just checking in with God. God, what do you want me to do today? God, where do you want me to go today? Instead of always feeling like we are the ones who make that decision. Um, Verse six says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. So this is like all of our ways, like in the ways that we pick our friends, in the ways that we pick our jobs, in the ways that we talk, the way that we walk, in all our ways, we are to acknowledge God. Not just in certain ways, like maybe you acknowledge God about how you dress one day, but you don't acknowledge God about who you talk to, or this, that, and another. Like, you should acknowledge God in all your ways, and he shall direct your path. So that's plural. That's not just one path, but that's all your paths. And the path is the way that you dress, and the way that you talk, and the way that you walk. Like he, your confidence level, your self-esteem, he shall direct all your paths in all those areas. So 
just keeping that in mind. Um, the next scripture that I would like to turn to is Psalm 32 and 8. So again, that is Psalm 32 and 8, which states, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. So this is like from the voice of God, just telling us how he will instruct us and teach us in the way that we should go. He won't lead us astray. He won't give us a test, but we didn't learn about it yet. You know, he's going to instruct us and he's going to teach us in the way that we should go and he will guide us with his eye he's gonna be forever looking at us looking ahead of us and looking behind us you know he's got that whole 360 view of our life and where we're at so just truly just trusting in God and trusting in his vision trusting in how he sees because there are certain things where we are like if we would have known that it was going to end up like this, we wouldn't have done it. But God knows. God knows what's the end result. You know, God knows what we're doing and God knows what hasn't worked or what has worked in the past. So God knows all that stuff. Um, the next verse is Psalm 37, 23 through 24. So again, that is Psalm 37 verses 23 through 24, which says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Verse 24 says, Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So yes, um, just Going back to verse 23, where it says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he being God delights in his way, meaning that if we want to be a quote unquote good person, we have to allow our steps to be ordered by the Lord and not by our own way of thinking, not by what we think is right, not even being a good person by what everybody else says is a good direction to go, but just really trusting the Lord to order our steps. And if we truly want the Lord to delight in our way, we have to go his way. You know, we have to go the way that is righteous. In verse 24, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Meaning that if we're walking the righteous path, sometimes we will stumble. You know, it's okay. We all fall short of the glory of God, but we're not going to be utterly casted down. You know, God will uphold us. He will pick us up when we do stumble. So just not being ashamed of it, not being like, oh my gosh, I just messed up. You know, I'm not righteous anymore. I'm not a good person anymore. No, it's God's going to pick you back up after you stumble because you're not utterly just casted away. God's not like, oh, I'm done with you. You made a mistake. I'm done. No, God is faithful to help us. The next verse is Jeremiah 29 and 11.
Again, that is Jeremiah 29 and 11, which says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. So God knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us. And it's to give us peace and not, they're of peace and not of evil, to give us a future and a hope. God wants us to have a hope. God wants us to have a bright and beautiful future. God thinks peacefully of us. He doesn't think evil of us. He doesn't think, oh my gosh, I know you're going to mess up, so I'm just going to think so bad of you. You're a failure. You're this. No, God thinks of peaceful thoughts towards us like oh my gosh you are more than a conqueror you are my child you are an heir to the kingdom you are great you are you are mighty you know god thinks those things towards you he thinks peaceful things towards you he thinks thoughts of love towards you um the next scripture is jeremiah 33 and 3 So Jeremiah 33 and 3 states, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Sorry. Um, so yes, so like just calling unto God and knowing that he will answer us. You know, knowing that whenever we call on the name of the Lord, we shall be heard. It's not like God's going to be like, I can't hear you or anything like that. Like whenever we call on the name of the Lord, we shall be heard. And God will show us great and mighty things, which we do not know. So hence that you do not know. There's things that we don't know. There are so many things about this world that we don't know. And we need to have that moment where we call on God so God can show us those great and mighty things. Because those great and mighty things are only in him, you know. So we have to call on him so that he can show us those things. The next scripture is Jeremiah 1 verses 7 through 8. So again, that is Jeremiah 1, verses 7 through 8, which says, But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Verse 8 says, Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. So yes, so... um. I like the second part of verse seven for it says where it says, well, I'll just read the whole part where it says, but the Lord said to me, do not say I am a youth for you shall go to all to whom I send you and whatever I command you, you shall speak. So where it says for you shall go to all whom I send you, meaning that God's going to send us to people. You know, he's not going to have us find people, hence direction. We're not going to have to always be seeking. We seek the Lord and he puts our work, his works for us in front of us. You know, that's all we need to seek. <laughs> Honestly, that's all we really need to seek is the Lord. And he's got the rest covered. And then the other part, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Meaning that God's already going to give us what to say. I remember with um, 
Moses, when uh, he had to be a leader to the people, God had stated something similar to Moses as well. God was like, I'm going to tell you what to say. You don't have to worry about what are you going to say? How are you going to say it? I think he, God even said that to the apostles or Jesus Christ was telling them that the Holy Spirit will give them what to say when they stand in front of synagogues. So God is always going to give us what to say. He's always going to send us the right people. All we have to do is seek God and listen and do what he tells us to do. And in verse eight, it says, do not be afraid of their faces for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. So we don't have to be afraid of people because God is always with us and we're doing God's works. You know, that's the thing we can, um, we can just be, have that freedom of knowing that we're doing the works of God. This isn't our own works. Because you, you feel the shame. You feel all the fearfulness of people look at you because it's like, oh my gosh, are my works good enough? Is this good enough? But it's not about you when you tend to do the works of God. The next scripture is Psalms 147. Oh, I'm sorry. No, the next scripture is Isaiah 43, 16 through 19. So again, that is Isaiah 43, 16 through 19, which says, Thus says the Lord who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters. 17, who brings forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. Verse 18, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Verse 19 says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So there's like so much here. Not only does God give us direction on a path that is already made, he makes the path. So which one would you trust? Somebody who like knows the path just because they've seen it and been on it or somebody who knows the path because they made the path because they are a way maker like just in verse 16 thus says the lord who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters you know through when through god moses was able to put down his staff and make a path for the israelites to go through the red sea in safety you know even with jesus being on the boat when the waters were just were just furious and were so powerful and jesus was like peace be still you know God makes ways out of no ways. So that is somebody who you truly want to lean on for direction. Not only does he makes ways out of no ways, um, in verse 18 and 19 where it says, do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old. Verse 19, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you know, shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So not only does God make paths, he's like, don't even remember older paths. 
because I'm going to make a new one. Each and every time you lean on the Lord, you know, you think that God is going to make a path for your job just like he did the last time. But God's like, nope. Don't 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 worry about the old things because I shall do a new thing. You know, God's always making new paths, you know. Even when you think that it can't get any more greater, God shows us that he is the more than enough, that he is the true way maker and he can make the way any way he wants to. Um the next verse is Psalm 23 and 3. So Psalm 23 and 3 says, He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So God is a restorer of our soul and he leads us in the paths of righteousness. And even in the end part where it says for his name's sake. So God has to be God for himself. You know, God has to hold true to himself for himself. You know, he has to be a God of his word no matter what. So he leads us in righteousness for his namesake. So it's not going to waver. It's not going to be where he's going to lead us in righteousness today and tomorrow. He's just going to change up and say, nope, I feel like leading you into destruction. Or nope, I feel like leading you into temptation. No, God is always going to lead us in the paths of righteousness. Um, the next scripture is Isaiah 48, 17 through 18. So again, that is Isaiah 48, verses 17 through 18, which says, Be mowing him all you have. I'm sorry, all you who are around him and all you who know his name say how the strong staff is broken, the beautiful rod. Verse 18. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in the wrong chapter. I thought so. I am so sorry. I was in Jeremiah. Um, let me turn to Isaiah. Okay. I'm so sorry, you guys. You guys are probably like, what was she reading? <laughs> okay, so Isaiah 48 verses 17 through 18 says, Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. Verse 18, Oh, that you had heeded my commandments, then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. So just even how God, just even how, <laughs> I guess God's words are introduced. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Like that is just coming in such a way that opens your spirit to God is the Redeemer. God is the Holy One. And then to hear him say that, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. God God is our God. He comes to us and says, I am your God. 
How great is that? You know, it's so great to praise God and to tell him, but how great is it for him to tell you and say to your soul, say to your heart, your spirit, I am your God, you know, and to say, I'm the one who teaches you to profit. I'm the one who leads you by the way that you should go. Um, in verse 18, oh, that you had heeded my commandments, then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. And we still have that blessing today to take heed to the Lord's commandments so that our peace can be like a river and so that our righteousness can be like waves of the sea. It would truly be a blessing if we just heeded to God's commandments so that those blessings could come to us. Um, The last scripture that we will be reading today is Isaiah 30 and 21. So again, that is Isaiah 30 and verse 21. Your eyes shall, I'm sorry, your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. So yes, just walking close with God and allowing our ears to be tuned to God so that Whenever we go in a way like there will be God telling us, yes, this is the way to walk. This is the way that you should go. Like God will always tell you where to go. That you won't be going somewhere where the voice of the Lord can't reach. You will always have the voice of the Lord to be there to guide you. So like I said, that is the last scripture for this part Um think it's like part five of um just talking about direction and this is the last of this section of because god is our life and that is why we should desire god so we have a lot of things to connect our faith with um even just his direction connecting our faith with that god desires to direct us that it's not a burden to always ask him God, what should I do next? God, where should I go next? He delights in the fact that we ask him, God, where should I go? What should I do? What should I wear? How should I talk? How should I walk? Like God truly delights in that. So um, yes, just keeping that in mind and connecting your faith with that promise that God is always going to be there to provide us with some direction. And I hope that you all gained a lot out of this section. I really hope that it blessed you all. I know this is blessing me. And just as I say with growing in Christ, it helps me to grow as well. It helps me to get into the word of God and to really break down and understand the word of God for myself. And just understanding why I really should desire God, even his direction. Because I know for me personally, sometimes it's hard. Because for me, because I think that, oh, God, God isn't going to want what I want, which sometimes is true because God wants better. God wants better than what I want. You know, God wants greater than what I want. But I just really need to keep in mind that allowing God to direct me is the best way possible. There's no better way than just allowing the Lord to just direct your path. I'm telling you, it will come out so great. Um, There was a time, which I wrote about it on my blog, on my website, about 
I'm just asking the Lord, what should I do today? And he told me to rest, which I thought was so bizarre because I had so much work to do. But at the later that day, I realized that it was the Sabbath. You know, it was Saturday and it was the day that you're supposed to rest on and keep holy. And I was like, wow, if I would have leaned to my own understanding, I would have broke that commandment. I would have been working. I would have been doing a whole bunch of stuff for my business. I would have been doing other stuff, you know maybe not even reading the Bible or maybe not even praying that day, but God just telling me to rest, telling me to pray. He really helped me to keep his commandments. You know, it wasn't something that I had to do myself, but just having that mindset to seek the Lord, he really does direct you in the way that you should go. You know, I was thinking something totally different, but God is always thinking on the right path so yes that is just a little testimony that i wanted to share with you if you're anything like me and kind of have a little bit of trouble with allowing god to direct you it truly is a blessing and it it really does help and it also helped make my days feel more productive you know So I'm going to leave you all with that and I love you guys. As always, I pray that you all are blessed as well as your families and even praying through these hard times. I pray that you're still basking in the love of God and the joy of God, even in the midst of these times and knowing that God is great, even in these times, just leaning on him and just being with him. So goodbye.